the Six Pointer Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer Podcast, edition 101. How about that? Celebrating? Are we celebrating? Yeah, just celebrate. A uh, one-all draw for Palace away at Goodison Park tonight uh, on the early Monday evening game. Palace picked up a point, one-all away at Everton this evening. Um, as always, I'm joined by my brother Luke. Luke, how are you doing? Good, mate. A few Guinnesses. Uh... Point at Goodison. It's it's been a good uh, good afternoon. Very good, very good. And we should mention before we go any further, this pod obviously always at Six Pointer Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. But also, we were joined this evening by uh, our friends uh, from the Guinness Cab. So Guinness Cab on Instagram. Uh, you can check them out if you are in the southeast area. Uh, you can get Guinness delivered to your door. You know what, what more can you ask for, right? So check them out. Fantastic service from the guys tonight. Sets up well for a good game and. The face of the pod. We are also joined by the face of the pod tonight, Kevin. Kevin, hello. How are you? Hello, boys. Uh, happy Easter to you and to all our listeners. Thanks for the invite to your house for the, um, you know, the Guinness cab. I would have liked to enjoy that, but uh, you enjoy it, boys, and I'll, I'll, I'll bring the class to the pod uh, and uh, we'll go from there. Quick shout out, if I may, before I start, I promised, I promised my young nephew, young... Um, uh, young Dylan Smith, that I'd give him a quick shout out tonight because he's, he's a top little lad. So Dylan, if you're listening, mate, hope you're still listening and I hope you're still loving the pod. I've never seen a bedroom so decked out in Palace gear as I had round his house the other day. Top, top lad. Hello to Kev's mum, of course. She's only just left me house, boys. She was going to stay and listen to the pod be recorded, but she couldn't take the fame, so she's gone home. Bless her. Wow, what an evening that would have been. Hello to Mrs been. Smith. <laughs> hello, uh, hello to Dylan as well. Uh, we'll, we'll have you on the pod sometime, sometime, mate. Definitely, uh, Kev. I'm, I'm surprised we could afford to have you on the pod tonight after your uh, after your famous stint. Do you want to tell us a bit about what you did in the week? Well, it, it was Saturday morning, actually, Matt. I got a text from your brother saying, "Any chance you could uh, do a prediction for the Everton, one of the Evertonian podcasts, uh, something that Luke did earlier on in the year?" So. I got home from watching my daughter play for Chelsea and very quickly recorded um, about 50 seconds and they used about 40 seconds of it. And I predicted a draw. I I got the wrong score. I said a 2-2 draw. I said I'd bite your hand off for a point. So I'm happy. Happy, happy, happy with a capital H. We've mentioned it already. It was a point for Palace tonight. Kev, are we happy with a point? I am, Matt, to be honest with you, mate, because I think, let's be honest, anyone who watched that game uh, will know that Everton had lots of good chances didn't take them. I think Richarlison had a few. Calvert-Lewin had a couple. James Rodriguez took his goal brilliantly. Uh, but a big shout out to Vinci um, for some great saves. I think that will please my sister-in-law as well, that I've given him a shout because she ripped me the other day for not giving him enough credit this year for what he does. So very happy of a point, Matt. And f- pleased for, for Bats uh, to prove Roy right. Well done, Roy. Got him angry, come off the bench. He missed that chance just before and I thought his chance had gone, but then took his goal very well. So very happy. What about you? You pleased? I, I, I am. It's, it's a difficult place to go to some park. And we, when we were watching the, the build-up to the game, I couldn't quite believe it. it's been, is it 2014, Luke, they said? Was it, yeah. was it that long ago? Yeah. And, and, and 13 I games. There, 13 games. 13 right, games since we've got a result against them, a proper result. 
we, we went there, my brother and I went there the year before that for the um, the game that never was to be replayed, wasn't it, Luke? After we went the time before that, and there was a big storm. We never quite made it. Uh, the game was cancelled. But yeah, it's, 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 it's never an easy place to go. And, you know, Everton are a very strong team. They've spent lots and lots of money, haven't they? So, you know, when you, when you go and come away from never point, and, and as you alluded to, I think, to be fair, Everton had... Uh, I, I didn't feel they dominated the game, but I felt they had a lot more chances clear than we did. And it was quite frustrating at points. Palace got going towards the end of the game, but for the first half, it was pretty much Everton. And, and you mentioned Vince Kev kept us in it for, for quite some time. Um, Luke, what was your feeling on the point? I was quite pleased with you, bruv. Um, I thought we played quite well. And, and as you alluded to there, I thought for parts of the second half, we... we, we I don't know if dominated the game is the, the, the right phrase, but we had control of the game, that's for sure. I thought that we uh, created a few chances, which was which was nice. And, and yeah, look, I mean, Batman took his chance well, and it was interesting for, for, for the whole sort of exchange in the media in, in the week between Batman and, and Roy and him saying, oh, it's all very well saying that when you go and score two goals versus, I don't know who it was, Belarus or Andorra or something like that. But look, he, he came on the pitch and he had 20 minutes or so and he did pretty well. And look, Free attacking subs from Boy as well, which, which was nice. You saw Schluppy came on, Jean-Philippe Mateta came on. Obviously, Michi Batshuayi, who got his goal. And like Kev said, I would have been very pleased with a point pre-match. So I, I, I potentially think that we could have done a little better. You know, Eze had his chance in the first half. Um, Ayu had a long shot in the second. Um, but I thought we were probably just edging it, the dominant team in that game. If you, you mentioned it at the outset, actually, so I'll come back to you on it, the, the Batshuayi point. Do, yeah. do you think he has any qualms with, you know, any real justification to moan about not being picked given the performance of Palace? Put the national side to one side. Surely it's about how he performs at Palace. Do you feel he's merited starting games? Uh, no, actually, Matt. I think Roy's absolutely spot on with it. I mean, don't get me wrong. We all know that Bats came in and had a fantastic uh, impact for his first spell with us. And we've, had, we've even talked on this pod a few times. He's been unlucky where he's scored goals and they've been either disallowed or whatever. But, but sometimes he's cut a figure on the field a bit like Jordan sometimes. He doesn't look happy and he's looked a little bit miserable sometimes on the, on the pitch. So, you know, I know that's not, that doesn't drive it, but he came on with a degree of purpose, I felt, tonight and a point to prove. So that's good. That gets him hungry for Saturday. I don't know if he's allowed to play at the weekend because it's Chelsea, isn't it? So I'm assuming he won't be able to play, but it gives him a reason to knock on the door you know I think what's pleasing is the goal as you say is a great goal you know the ball's paid through to Jeff Jeff plays a great ball into him and he takes it so that, that's fantastic you know um, I'm, I'm pleased but I, I, I don't think you know of course if he was happy not playing then I'd be more disappointed. The fact that he wants to be playing, you know, instead of just picking up his money, because, you know, I'm, I'm not saying he's, he's a shoo-in for Belgium, but he most probably is because I think Martinez likes him. But ultimately, you know, I, I like it if he's angry and he wants to play. So I'm pleased because whichever way you look at it, Roy's got a reaction out of him today and it's got us a point. Over to Luke. I think he's got his hand up, mate. Interesting point there you make, Kev, in terms of Batman picking up his money. Because obviously... Palace have to play. I, I assume it's, it's the same with every Chelsea loan deal in the sense that for every game that Batman doesn't start or play, Palace pay more in terms of a loan fee for him for the season. So yeah. it, it's interesting in, in that sense that obviously there's no pressure from above or coming from above that we know of um, mm. that Roy is acting on to, to, to start the man because, you know, he isn't doing so. But 
Um, had it not been for the fact that obviously it was his parent club on, on Saturday, uh, I think we may be seeing him start on the weekend given his goal. Yeah, I think so. What was your take, Matt? Can I ask your thoughts on it? I, I, I don't think he has any um, any grounds to complain about not starting. I don't think that. I think that when he has played, he hasn't made an impact. Um, you, you touched on when he joined us first off on loan. I remember the first few games; he was actually fantastic. Um, and was it was it the Chelsea? Uh, sorry, Leicester away game. I'm thinking of as well. There's an away game that's brilliant for us. But it's few and far between with him. And I've, you know, I was pleased when he came back. But I wasn't over the moon. I wasn't desperate for him to return. And I'd mm. much rather Benteke plays as as he has been over him. To be fair, I'd rather yeah. see Ayu play. Rather see Wolf play, obviously. So, yeah. it, it, and actually, you know, JP coming in brings another dynamic to it. And there's obviously a reason they signed JP. They're obviously, you know, that, that's why he isn't assuming, therefore, to be signed in a permanent deal. And, you know, you've got to look at his performances and, and what he's done on the pitch. So, I don't think there's any grounds to moan. Of course, you know, as a professional footballer, yeah. you, want to play, you want to play, right? You're not just yeah. doing it to, to pick up money. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I can understand why he complains, but but you have, he has to look at it logically and what he's done for Crystal Palace, not what he's done for Belgium. So, and equally, um, and equally, Matt, if I may, sorry to jump in there, but just quickly, you know, um, Benteke also scored on that game on Wednesday night in the 8-0 win against whoever it was, as Luke said. And the reality of it is, you know, let's be honest, in those first half, you know, Benteke had some good link-up play with um, with Wilf. There were some wonderful little one-touches uh, and some of his flicks come off and he looks like a very confident player at the moment. And let's be honest, Benteke is coming off a run of scoring some goals and playing some good football. So I, I, I think, it, if I'm honest, I think it's sensible man management from, from the boss. Um, I'm, I was pleased to see uh, Mateta get on and, and I think, it, you know, I think that's good that Mateta came on with 15 minutes to go. I think actually Batch got a little bit less than that, Luke, to be honest with you, mate. I think Batch only got about 12, 13 minutes, actually. So, you know, for them to both had a bit of a reaction, I thought Eze looked very free-flowing today and looked very good. Uh, Wilf, uh, you know, got at him a few times. It's one of those, I I must admit, I don't like to not agree with you. I don't think we dominated the game, but I, you know, I I did think there's a chance if Everton don't take one of these chances, they're going to regret it. I must admit when they went 1-0 up, I didn't think they would let us back in the game. But actually when we equalised, when they then went for it a little bit more, I, I actually wouldn't have been surprised if we'd grabbed a winner right at the end. And that would have been, it would have been gutting for them. But, but again, let's not lose sight of the fact Everton, you know, we're, we're sort of critiquing our Palace have played. We've had a three-week break. I know Everton have had a break as well. But Everton, if they had won today, I think they would have been equal with West Ham, you know, with a game in hand. So to go up there and, and grind out, let's be honest, a 1-1 is not a bad return. And that, that I think that sets us up very nicely. For Chelsea, who might just, I'm not saying they will be, but having leaked five against West Brom, you know, Rudiger having a kick up with Kepa yesterday at the training ground. I would like to have seen that. Um, it'd be interesting to see um, what Chelsea come out on on Saturday or Monday, whenever it is we play them. I don't know when it's on Sky, but anyway, that's over. That's me said. It was a Luke. it was a classic Roy. It was a classic Roy uh, performance tonight, wasn't it? Because you know, getting to half time in a good place, still very much in the game. You know, I think Everton, Everton to be fair, were in the ascendancy. They had. Got far more chances and opportunities than, than we did. Now, keeper was much more work than than theirs was. But second half gave us something to build from. 
but and as you say, Kevin, I think I, I felt like you that there was only one team who were going to go and win that game. The last sort of 20, I think it was 20 minutes or so, I thought Palace were fantastic, you know, really, really superb and fair play to, to Roy to make those attacking changes that he that he did that gave us the fresh legs and sort of impetus maybe in the second half of the half of the pitch. Luke, are you, you know, you with Kev, are you disappointed to kind of uh, not go, go, go ahead and, and sort of get something for the game in terms of three points or are you happy with a happy with a point? I'm happy with a point, but I do think it was there in the last 10 minutes for Palace to take, if honest. I think Jean-Philippe Meteta had a chance, didn't he? And, and I mentioned Ayu before he came off, had his long shot. Um, but look, it, it was a game of few chances, I think. Richarlison had a few in the first half that went over from, from free kicks and corners. So I guess on balance, you'd say a, a draw was probably a, a fair result given the, the quality of the chances that were produced, if I'm honest. But look, same as Kev. You know, if you would have given me a point before the game, I definitely would have taken it. Not unhappy with a point, but I do think in the last sort of 10, 12 minutes there, Palace could have nicked it if they went for it um, a little bit more. But look, very, very happy with a point, Kev. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've done it. I mean, I, I must admit, I do think Everton had quite a few good chances, which they should have taken. Calvert-Lewin missed a few ups. I said it earlier. I think the point I was just going to make there, Luke, if I may, I think one thing that really did disappoint me again with Palace again tonight was our set pieces. Some of our corners, you know, we are not, as you know, SA, who has the ability to deliver a great corner, was not missing out the front man. You know, we had two or three corners. We, we, we're not creating a lot at the moment um, in, in that context. So you've got to make your set pieces count. And to have two or three that didn't beat the front man, I find disappointing for, for a player of that ability now. And, and I think we, we, you know, we can't afford to keep being sloppy on those sort of things. You know, um, and we'll, we'll see where we go from there. So I just wanted to make that point. But, uh, you know, 38 points now, eight games to go. Uh, you know, that's the first of those nine points I said we'd pick up. So just eight more draws and we're done, right? <laughs> Definitely something to build from. Definitely something to build on <laughs> from. And like you mentioned, Kev, you know, difficult game next time round against against Chelsea. Luke, are you making many changes for that? I mean, injuries obviously aside and, and suspensions, as Kev mentioned earlier. Well, that's the thing. Uh, Roy was asked at the pre-match press conference around the sort of the, the turnaround of games. And I think we do have, you know, a number of games in a short period of time now. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a few changes. You know, I'd like to see Jeffrey Schlupp come into the midfield and, and start a game. I don't think Jaira Reader has been particularly effective in the last few games. I know we've had a three-week break, but if you were going to pull anyone from that central midfield place, so I'd probably pull Jaira and put someone like Schlupp in. And look, I mean, there's always that hanging question of Jean-Philippe Mateta and is he getting the chance? And now I guess Roy Hodgson's got even more of the headache, the fact that Michi Batshuayi has now scored. But um, I guess uh, the ibuprofen is that the fact that he's playing his parent club. So uh, yeah. not so much of a headache for this weekend. What about you, Matt? What's your thoughts on changes? Because I, I've certainly got something I'd like to discuss in a moment. But uh, what's your thoughts, Matt? Uh, no, I'd stick with the same team, to be fair. Um, not a winning a winning formation but certainly a formation that's done its job tonight uh, like Luke said Schluppy is the one on the bench that I'm looking to bring in but I'm not quite sure unless we go really attacking and swap sort of the likes of Gyro for Schluppy I'm not sure who I'd who I'd drop from that so I'd go the same 11 yeah Okay, so so my, my thoughts just on it I, I, I'm with you boys I think you bring Jeff in for possibly his energy uh, and what he can get because let's be honest when we played Chelsea earlier on in the season it was disappointing the 4-0 
Um, and I'd like to think that we could go at them a bit. And I think Jeff gives us a little bit more than Riedervelle, depending on what formation he goes with. The dilemma I'm, I'm still struggling with a little bit after tonight, and again, it's not to bring out an old record, but it's the PVA scenario. Because you see it a few times in the second half, he's gone forward and he's done some really good stuff going forward. But defensively, it just worries me. Um, and and, and I'm just, I just think, you know, there were a few times where they were getting down the wing and whipping it in. And, you know, I'm I, I just struggling a little bit with where we are with PVA, as we've said on numerous occasions. I think he's brilliant going forward. I just don't see him getting any better. Uh, at doing what I think he's paid to do, which is is defend, and I, and that's not knocking PVA because he's been great for us on certain things. But it just I, I don't know enough about whether uh, whether Mitchell's injured or whatever what the situation is. I mean, if we play with him, we play with him. But I just think if we're not careful, particularly if he's got Werner or someone going against him, he's going to get ripped to bits if he doesn't. Um, defend sensibly uh, and obviously great that we got Cahill there but we need to just be a little bit more um, I don't think he'll be able to get up and down like he was today uh, against Chelsea because I think they'll punish us if if he does that that, that would be my only comment yeah, the interesting angle there is Kev the long term plan there whether or not Palace intends to sign up PVA there's been rumours about the money he's on and, and indeed wants for the future and whether Mitchell is the future of the left back of Palace and therefore they will look to bring him into these sorts of games, you know, yeah. to build build him into these positions, particularly where uh, like we touched on points wise, we are pretty much safe, right? It would it would yeah. take a pretty severe turn in results for us and those around us to bring us anything into the mix below. So yeah, I, I understand you're coming from I just wonder if this might be the opportunity that, that Roy is looking for to bring some of the those who are the longer-term uh, players uh, in, in into the fray a bit more. We will, we yeah. will see. We will see. A few games to go yet. I'm back off to find the Guinness Cab, chaps. Don't forget, at Guinness Cab, for your Guinness needs, uh, at Six Pointer Podcast, Instagram and Twitter, as always. Guys, thanks very much for joining me tonight. We have celebrated the Palace win. Let's, let's face it, it was a really good result tonight. Good to say, to build on. Uh, for a tough game against Chelsea on the weekend, onwards and upwards, and as always, up the Palace. Up the palace. Up the palace. And happy East. The Six Pointer Podcast. Uh-huh.